Welcome to Dad Static, episode 23. All right, welcome back to Dad Static. Um, it's been a few days. Uh, even more stuff to be frustrated about. Mm, I'm trying to just uh, talk about some different subjects now. Maybe bounce around a little bit, some things that are hot topics. Just off the top of my head, one thing that pops up was yesterday... Or the uh, now the Supreme Court had knocked down the mandates um, for private companies with a hundred or more employees, which I'm still shocked that even three people in the Supreme Court voted for that. Uh, but it was struck down six to three, and it's frightening to know that um, it was still six to three. Seems like it should have been nine to z- nine to zero. But it's frightening to know that you could have been forced to take an experimental drug at your workplace whether you wanted to or not. And, and I'm okay with people who want to take it. I have family members that have taken it. I have very close friends that have taken it. Uh, but it should not be mandated when it is an experimental drug and we know that there's no way of anybody knowing what the long-term effects are going to be uh, for adults and certainly not for kids, which is insane. I just saw a commercial on TV a few minutes ago, the local commercial I think it was on at uh, at work. The View was on or something, and one of the commercials was sponsored by Pfizer, and they were talking about well, and the and the Department of Health and Human Services, and they were talking about <clears throat> excuse me, um, they had these pictures of these kids with uh, candles on their birthday cakes because they said that now kids are eligible to get the booster or vaccine or something um, from five to twelve can get it, and they had kids celebrating. Um, their birthdays with uh, candles with their ages, like a five-year-old had a a number five candle on their birthday. Like they are excited. They can take their vaccine. Um, Or the seven-year-old or 11-year-old, they had a candle and they're blowing up, making it like a celebration. And knowing the kids see this, this is not only, obviously we know it's brainwashed the parents, many parents who I think a third of the country is they're just brainwashed. They think, Hey, this is the way it's gotta be. We don't care. Let's move on. Take care of me. Government. I will, um, you know, I will suck at your proverbial teat and move on from there. You just take care of me. And that's what the government does for at least a third of the country. They are doing this. And that, that third of the country doesn't care about anything other than that I'm going to follow what they tell me to do because they're going to take care of me. It's probably another third that are somewhere in the middle that are wavering each direction, that are confused, um, the chaos of everything. They don't know what to do, what's right. They may have gotten it. Maybe they didn't get it. Um, but I've talked to coworkers who have didn't get it, but they were about to get it. And then they had a friend who's been double and triple vaxxed and then they got sick and went to the hospital. So it's like, nobody knows, but that's part of their, their reasoning is the government is trying to cause confusion. It's like the fog of war, but it's more of a psychological war now, which is insane. <clears throat> but the fact that they have commercials, uh, targeting five and six, seven year old kids is just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. You cannot trust our government. These things are all sponsored by Pfizer and big pharma and they have no way of telling you what the data is for long-term. And the CDC has even said that many of these vaccines are not going to help you through anything in natural immunity. CDC now is admitting that natural immunity, which we all knew anyway, is way stronger than getting any vaccine. So most of the stuff you see on the TV is a lie. So I'm just kind of blown away by that. Um, I was looking at something the other day. Somebody had shared something with me. There's a, a, um, was a website... Um, I believe it was, this is for, it was more about, you know, money that schools are getting. I think it was, um, NEA, which is, uh, National Education Association. 
um, some kind of COVID support for schools. And then there was another one. There's different governmental ones. I think it's called GEAR, G-E-R-S. And then maybe another one, A-R-P, ARP or something like that. I'll put that in the footnotes exactly what they are. I don't have that pulled up right now. But, um, and it really, what it does, it breaks down how uh, each state gets a certain amount of money from COVID-19. Now, I don't know if they're giving out any now. I know Biden is working to try to get more money uh, to schools so they can combat COVID-19, which I don't know what they're doing with the money now. Since it's become more nothing more than a cold now, I don't know what these cities and counties and states are doing with this money that's going to the schools. But I do know, in order for these schools to qualify for this funding, they had to prove like a certain every quarter or every six months uh, what they were doing to mitigate mitigate the spread. Uh, the kids were in masks, they're social distancing, doing all this, um, essentially continuing the child abuse. But the reason they were doing it is they want to make sure they are continuing to get their government funding. That's what you're dealing with. We got government schools forcing kids in masks. And that's why people would go to school board meetings. And you saw some of these videos, probably if you didn't, people were going to school boards trying to figure out why are you continuing to put masks on my kids when the kids aren't in any danger? There is no danger anymore. These kids are so low, little percentage of them getting sick and dying is so low that there's no reason for them to have it on. And it's taking away from the kids. They can't see the teachers' faces, can't see their friends' faces. They can't. It is insane. And when they leave school, they do the same thing. They keep them on wherever they go. This is mass psychosis. And they've done a great job with a percentage of our population. But these schools, I was looking at, uh, for instance, I live in Georgia, and I was looking at the uh, the counties that get funding uh, for these different things that go with the COVID-19 to help out the schools. And certain counties that I know of that uh, have pretty good school systems that I'm just aware of from being in the metro area didn't get a lot of money from the government. I saw one that only got like the minimum 300 and something thousand to be spread across their school, the school for that county. And it may have been a small county, less populated, but I know the school system is a pretty strong one. They've been kind of well thought of as having good schools. And I looked at some of the metro area schools in Atlanta and some of these schools were getting 10, 12, 15, 18 million dollars to spread out across the schools. And what 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 are these schools doing with this much money? Now they can sit here and say, we're oh we're putting more plexiglass up or we're doing more distancing or we're doing more cleaning. Are you really? I need to see we need somebody needs to prove that these guys are doing this or some of this money's is this some of this going to the principals and the leaders? And maybe that's why they have that deer in the headlight look in their faces and the school member school board members when teachers go you see videos i've seen videos where people have gone to the school board meetings in their areas you know not necessarily just in georgia but other places around the country and the school board members sitting up there because parents are saying take the mask off my kids the school members board members are just staring at them with a glazed over look you know why they're not doing anything or responding because they're not going to keep their school from getting these millions of dollars, their school system. They're not going to do it. So they'd rather, rather than being, uh, doing the right thing as a school board member, because they're there to protect the kids and do the best for the children. So they're not doing any of that. They're allowing the, the school boards, allowing this stuff to continue going so they can get money for their school, school system. 
And I find it hard to believe that these school board members and leaders in these local schools in these counties that are getting all this money, I find it very hard to believe they're not getting kickbacks and they're not getting money. And that's why they're not standing up for the children. They're throwing our children under the bus for cash. And we all know when people get money thrown at them, they can make some pretty, pretty bad decisions. So that's going on now. Some of these big corporations that are standing by uh, mass mandates and still pushing for vaccine mandates, they're getting money from the federal government to do this. They're getting kickbacks. So many of them, not all of them, but many of them are going to stick by it. They're going to keep the mandates going. I just saw yesterday that Starbucks actually backed off their mandate, which I was kind of surprised about. Starbucks is a big-time company all around the world. I was kind of surprised that they backed off. Now, I don't know what that means. There's some underlying thing. Everything is so confusing, confusing and foggy now. I don't know what that means. On the other hand, a company you thought would back off completely is a privately owned company called Carhartt. C-A-R-H-A-R-R-T. They got that kind of a yellow C that you see on work... Um, a lot of people that work outside, you know, hunters will wear it. People that work outside in uh, blue-collar type jobs. Those are the people that really you think would support Carhartt, privately owned company that started in the 1880s in Michigan. Uh, the guy that's the CEO actually is like the great-grandson or great-great-grandson of the gentleman who started it. You think they would be all about supporting the American workers, but they are continuing the mandate. Even though the Supreme Court of the United States struck it down, they're keeping the mandate going. And they said they're going to stick by their guns. Now, I don't know what the reason is. Now, I know they've diversified. They're, they're in a lot of different categories of clothing, you know, whether it be um, for blue-collar type uh, jobs, for kids, for uh, I've seen stuff with hip-hop uh, artists wearing some of their stuff. I know they have a lot of different diversity, and I, and I understand that. I get why they're doing it. But their main audience are these people that are blue-collar workers, hunters, truck drivers, all this, and they're turning their backs on them. They're, they're getting a lot of backlash. As well, they should. But Carhartt is a private company that does not have to do this. It tells me there's some ulterior motive for Carhartt to doing this. Now, they say it's all about the health of our employees. That's BS. We know is not a danger. If you're sick, you feel like you're sick, just don't go to work. This is BS. There's something else going on with Carhartt for them to do this. And I don't know what it is. Uh, also, you got to remember that hospitals are still getting money too. So this money that's still out there floating around, hospitals are still doing the same stuff they did earlier. They are not treating, they're not necessarily treating people that go in the hospital with the best stuff. They're still blocked into doing it. They stop, they're still keeping people from getting all the therapeutics, the best and safest therapeutics. Not to say that some people that are younger aren't going to survive and get through being hospitalized, but they're still not necessarily allowing family members to come into the hospital, at least not to the level they should. I guess it depends on the, the hospital and the county, but many are still not allowing loved ones to come in or their caregivers to come in and see their family members. And I know why, because it's still going on. The bounty, the, the, uh, the money that is still given to hospitals for COVID protocols, they're still doing it. It was on one of my earlier podcasts. We talked about Biden's bounty, the money the hospitals get are following certain governmental protocols. And many of these protocols are dangerous to uh, patients that come into the hospital, and they continue it anyway. And many thousands have died because of this protocol. But these hospitals got a lot of money, so they did it anyway. Money can make you do bad things. I think I mentioned that before, didn't I? 
Uh, and then I see these things coming out, like they're going to send out masks uh, to Americans. Free masks, free tests sent to your home. You know that's not free. You may not pay it on the up front, but guess who's paying for it? Yeah, taxpayers. So that means the people in the middle class are paying more money for stuff that they keep saying is free. So all these other people that are freaking out, they want in-home tests and masks, extra masks. You and me are paying for them. So yeah, there you go. It's free, all right. It's free as long as um, you're not worried about you and your family members paying for it. Now, some of the people that get it, they're not paying many taxes, not much anyway. But the middle class is getting destroyed. And that is what much of our government wants now. They want to destroy the middle class. They want it to have two different groups in America. They want to have the rich and they want to have the poor. They want the 1% and then the 99% to be poor, not even even the middle class. They want to destroy all small companies. Um, one other thing is uh, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, as you probably know, is the prime minister of England. Um, he actually stood up in front of the House of Commons, I believe, yesterday and said... They were dropping all the mask mandates. No vaccine passports, none of this. Now, I don't understand the whole underlying reason for it. He's the only uh, leader in a prominent Western state or country that's done this. Now, I don't understand why he's doing that. Our our leaders are ramping up more masks, still trying to push mandates. So I don't know if it's just Boris Johnson is in such a bad spot to being kicked out of his own party over there. Or something. I don't know what it is. I know he got busted for going out and partying with people at the beginning of the pandemic when he told everybody else to stay locked up and don't do anything. And he went out and partied with a bunch of other government employees. And he got caught. And he actually finally um, admitted that he did it. He never took full responsibility, but he admitted that he did it. So I think he probably got some pressure to drop these vaccine uh, passports and mandates over there and masks. But I don't know the whole. We need to stay tuned for that one. We don't know the whole story yet. Um, also, the Australian Open is going on, as you probably heard. Uh, Novak Djokovic, the reigning champion, who I think has won the Australian Open nine times. Uh, for the second time, got his visa revoked. So he was essentially deported from Australia. So essentially, that just tells you that Australia is a police state. Anything you hear, a quote from any article about Australia is going to be from a government leader. And it's a lie. Period. I'm going to look it up and see. I... I I want to know how the American athletes were treated. I know we went to the Berlin Games in 1936, and Jesse Owens stomped on the, what were they called, the the People's Socialist Party or something, which were the Nazis, you know, and um, Hitler was the the leader over there, certainly during all through the 30s and the 40s, early 40s. Um, I want to know how the American athletes were treated, specifically Jesse Owens. I want to know how he was treated because um, he embarrassed Hitler in Germany, but I want to know how he was treated before and after if they uh, treated Jesse Owens and some of the great athletes that were coming from America at the time, how they treated them. I'm going to look that up and I'll share that in the footnotes. But um, Djokovic was kicked out and now he's not even sure if he can play in the French Open. Uh, the French are have lost their minds too. They've got some kind of mandate too. And the whole thing was not about health at any point. Um, and even the, uh, the leaders in the police state, the socialist state of Australia even admitted it wasn't about health. Is it his vaccine status since he d- didn't have it? They thought it would be something that would um, 
incite and encourage the people who are anti-vaccine, uh, anti-COVID vaccine, that is, uh, in Australia. So that was the whole reason they kicked him out. It's a, it's a joke, and you won't see it on the mainstream TV, uh, mainstream media. Look up. Try to find a place where you can find how Australia is acting. If you just Google it, they're not going to mention anything about how Australia is acting. Um, it is absolutely demeaning and embarrassing to the country of Australia. And we should have zero ties to diplomatically trade anything with Australia now. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You need to stand strong. you got to stand up. Uh, one other thing that's not in the news that you may or may have may, may not have seen is the you have the vaccine passports going on in New York City right now. At least that's the ones I've been following through some social media. They try to block most of it, but some of it does come through. We've had a, a, a large contingent of people that have been going to restaurants. Yesterday, they actually went to the Museum of American History and um, would not even let them use the restroom because they didn't have a vaccine passport. And then uh, I think it was a bubblegum shrimp. Kick some guys out, including a lady who has uh, cerebral palsy in a wheelchair. Uh, they kicked her out. They kicked out another people. Um, they kicked out a child from the Museum of American History yesterday. Um, some other places. Applebee's has done it. Panera Bread has done it. Uh, Burger King has done it. So any of these places that don't line up with your values, don't shop there. They're going to kick out kids and disabled people from their businesses because they have a vaccine passport, which has already proven that the people who are getting the sick the most right now are people who are already vaccinated. Don't let the narrative in the media try to scare you because that's what that's all they're trying to do. They're kicking out children and disabled people and military veterans who don't have a vaccine passport. So what I'm telling you is don't shop at these businesses anymore. I'm done with Burger King, Panera. Uh, Bubba Gump actually is owned by uh, Landry's. There's a larger, they took their Instagram, both of them, Bubba Gump and Landry's were both taken off Instagram because so many people were just trashing them in the comments. Um, but Landry's is actually owned by the, I think his name is Tillman Ferretti. He's the owner of the Houston Rockets. He owns Landry's and they own some theme parks and a bunch of super nice, fine dining restaurants in, in, in Houston area. But uh, one thing about uh, Tillman uh, Ferretti, the guy who's the GM, I mean, he's the owner of the Houston Rockets and owns all these companies. Um, he's the one who filed, fired Daryl Morey, who was the general manager of the Houston Rockets back in 19, because he, he made an encouraging comment about Hong Kong standing strong and being independent. And guess who didn't like that? That's right. The Chinese didn't like it. So the NBA, who is completely in bed with the Chinese, um, because the NBA makes billions and billions of dollars off of viewers in, you guessed it, China. So nobody in the NBA or anybody in our government, they're all scared to say anything about China. They can't do anything as positive Taiwan, positive Hong Kong. Daryl Morey got fired because he said something encouraging about Hong Kong, about standing up for democracy. Our NBA does not stand up for democracy. That's why I don't watch the NBA anymore. I don't pay any attention. I'm a huge, used to be a huge Atlanta Hawks fan. I might keep up with a score here and there, see if, you know, whether, you know, Trey Young scores some points because I liked him, I always liked him. But the, the NBA is not an American company anymore. They are anti American now. They have become anti American. The co owner, I think one of the minority owners of the Golden State Warriors, which is in the Bay Area, San Francisco and Oakland, just made a comment in a uh, podcast last week about he does not care about the Uyghurs. The Uyghurs are a group, a Muslim group in China that are being um, tortured, thrown in uh, hard labor camps, um, forced um, 
all kinds of forced segregation, but they're also, um, you know, uh, forced abortions, all kinds of stuff. So treating them just like trash. And this guy for the Gold State Warriors, the, one of the minority or, owners, who is a minority himself, said he did not care about these people at all. And you know why he said that publicly? Because he wanted China to hear it. He wanted Chinese to know that he doesn't stand for those people that are trying that, that try to stand up to China. He can't do it. He's in the NBA. They're completely, their hands are tied. They cow down to China. China rules the NBA because of dollars, period. They cannot afford to lose billions of viewers and billions in uh, uh, jersey sales and sneaker sales. Nike's the same way in China. So wake up, stop, don't patronize, do not go shopping in these places, do not stand for America. That means Nike, like the NFL's not like that anymore. The NFL's lost their minds. Uh, They're going the same route as the NBA. The NBA will not say anything bad about China because there's too much money involved. They all all about all the the terrible things that go in China. They'll lie about it because there's money involved. And they're scared to death to lose Chinese viewers and the money that the Chinese bring to the table uh, as far as uh, athletic gear with the NBA. So I think that's it. Enough ranting there. Just want to touch on a couple of things that's been going on the last couple of days. Uh, in the footnotes, I'll try to touch on maybe some links and maybe some more specifics on a couple of things about maybe about the schools and um, uh, if I see anything different about Djokovic and Boris Johnson. Um, the same way. I'm sure there's some people that are actually playing in the Australian Open. They've all had to be uh, vaccinated. They're tested positive for COVID. But you know what? I doubt very seriously you'll see it in the news at all. They'll never admit it because that just goes against the whole narrative that they've been trying to do to kick Djokovic out. This is unbelievable. The narrative, I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. It doesn't matter anymore. I don't care. I don't care if you're black, white, Puerto Rican. It doesn't matter. The truth is our nation is trying to destroy the democracy and the liberty and the freedom that you and I have. I don't care if you're black or white or Hispanic or you're Asian. They're throwing lies out there and they're feeding them to you. And they're just hoping that you believe them. But I'm telling you, you got to stand up. The fact that we have any, you had to have a passport or a paper for a child or anybody to go to a restaurant in New York City. You can say what you want. But they did that in Germany in the 30s. So take that with you. God bless you and have a great day. Bye-bye now. All right, uh, a couple of footnotes. One thing I meant to mention earlier with um, the, the vax and the anti-vax and the unvax and whatever mess uh, the government's trying to confuse everybody with, I thought it was interesting that Washington State, um, one of the counties, I guess, um, and you got to think Washington State is doing their best to be like Australia, to have a police state up there. Their their governor is an absolute communist, and I don't understand what's going on up there. It's such a pretty area of the country, but that they have lost their minds. Um, but there were some uh, local uh, government workers who were unvaxxed who offered their services to help out uh, a local community or some other uh, cu- uh, local county workers or whatever to help with snow removal because evidently they had a, a large amount of snow in a certain area and they were refused. They would not let them come and help them because they were unvaxxed, not because there was any safety issues with them because many of the people that are getting sick, as we know, are the ones that are vaccinated. Um, they wouldn't let them come and help. And it wasn't because it anything they were worried about. They were just worried. They didn't want, they're just like Australia. They didn't want someone that was unvaxxed to come help them. 
It was a way to intimidate and frighten others into trying to get the vaccine. When people are trying to coerce you and trying to threaten you or tell you you're going to be fired or offer a cheeseburger to your eight-year-old because they get the vaccine, you know you're barking up the wrong tree and you know there's something very corrupt going on. So, uh, so the Australians tried to intimidate. They didn't want any kind of anti-vax sentiment by having the number one tennis player in the world to come and play in their, uh, their tennis event. Um, but you, even a place like it's in the United States, a, a state like Washington, um, would not let unvaxxed, uh, county workers, I guess from one County come and help another County out to remove snow. Uh, that's a problem. And, um, I don't know if I said this earlier, but if we left it up to Washington state, New York, uh, Washington, DC in California, uh, we'd all be in a communist country right now. Cause that's kind of where they want to be. The, the elites want to run it and they want everybody to all the poor people, middle-class to be gone. Let the poor people just beg f- for the scraps from the rich and the rich would not be accountable to anyone and just do whatever the heck they want to do. So uh, I'm going to put a couple of links um, in the description of the podcast. Uh, one from some of the schools. I think it's from the NEA. And this link, I think, actually includes the state of Georgia and how it's broken down per county and how much money they get from the government uh, for much of the um, COVID-19 relief and that they've gotten in the past. And I think they're trying to get more if they can. But uh, I'll put that link in there, and I think um, I may have had one other link. I may have an article about Djokovic um, that you won't really see if you do a regular search because uh, they try to hide all that stuff that's uh, anything that goes against the narrative. So once again, stand strong. Uh, these companies that do not support your values, whatever your values are, if they don't support yours, don't do business with them. Stop. And I, and I mentioned a long list of them, and I'm sure there's many others. Um, but just remember a lot of people are getting paid a lot of money to tell a lot of lies on television. So if I were you, I'd stay away from the mainstream television, uh, the mainstream media. And and, and just remember Facebook, uh, is not your friend when it comes to telling you the news stories. They have their own narrative. Uh, they spend billions of dollars to, uh, censor people who have dissenting opinions and actually people who are actually free thinkers, like you guys, people are actually listening to podcasts so they can actually get some of the real information and make their own decisions based on that, especially when it comes to health. It used to be your health was private. Now everybody wants to know your, your health, and if you don't tell them, you're evil. So um, stand strong, stand up. Like I said, these few states that are enacting these crazy police state type ideals, uh, they would love to bring it to your state. And they're going to work to do it. So you got to stand strong now. It's going to be too late if you keep waiting. You got to stand up. Share this with any of your friends you think that uh, just need to hear some of the truth. This is not about black and white. It's not about Democrat or Republican. This is about telling the truth and at least having good, honest debate. But you still can be friends and have good, honest debate even if you don't agree with each other. So God bless you and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. All right, actually, footnote number two, real quick. I meant to say that I was going to look up some information about Jesse Owens and how he was treated at the Olympics in Berlin in 1936 by the Nazi party. But um, as I looked, I forgot to mention that in the first footnote there, but as I looked it up, um, just to respond, there's a lot more to the story than just how Jesse was treated and the, and, um, and the Olympic athletes, uh, there's an even bigger story that goes along, um, certainly how the, the Nazis looked at 
uh, African Amer- African Americans as subhuman, just as well as they looked at the Jews as subhuman. Uh, and there's a lot more to the story, which I'm going to save for a podcast alone, just to talk about the 1936 Berlin Olympics and how the Americans actually appeased the Nazis. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. That'll be coming up soon. Bye-bye.